0: Welcome back everybody. This is Eric and Barry here at Moss Pawn and Gun in Jonesboro, Georgia and uh, today we have another gun gripe episode for you. Um, we've had some pretty good ones come down the pipeline but this one is pretty good now. Uh, today we're going to talk about range idiots. All right now I'm not talking the kind of people that are like the mall ninja types that come in with the crazy gadgets and make racket in the lane next to you. I'm not talking about you know, the random people that sometimes might do unsafe things or flag someone. Now granted, that's not good. You don't want to get flagged with muzzles, muzzle discipline. We're talking about something much worse than that. And we're actually going to describe an incident uh, that happened up in Missouri Mm -hmm. to a young girl and I'm sure that many of you by this point probably already know about it. Uh, But the young lady was uh, shooting a uh, 500 500 Smith & Weston Magnum revolver and uh, Through some means, the guns doubled up on her because she wasn't experienced and she killed herself with it by mistake, all right, by accident. Mm -hmm. This is a big problem, and the reason we call this range idiots is because of the idiot that handed her that revolver knowing it was probably too powerful for her to shoot. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is mainly based around those types of people. Well,
1: it might have been, it's ruled as an accident. If you look it up on the internet, it's ruled as an accident. They're not going to press any charges apparently at this point but it was an engineered accident. Right. You don't give an inexperienced shooter a gun of this size and expect them to be able to handle it, and it happens all the time. Right. Now, apparently this girl was shooting the gun, and when it fired, it twisted around in her hand, and now these guns will double on you. If you don't know how to hold it, you, it'll boom, it'll double on you. And what happened, she fired it, and it twisted around in her hand, according to the internet, and it went off a second time and killed her. You don't take too many 500 magnums to the brain and live.
0: So. As far as I know, she's the only human to ever get shot with a 500 Smith & that I Yes. That, that, I, I, know. Can, that mm-hmm. I can say, at least from what, everything that I've read, she's the only human being to ever been killed with a 500. And unfortunately, it was an accident. Now, people, that, like Barry said, this is a manufactured mistake. Okay, this didn't have to happen. You know, never give someone a gun that is too powerful for them to handle, especially if you know it. And a lot of times, these these situations, it comes down to, hey, I'm going to be macho in front of my girlfriend. I'm going to shoot this. I'm going to rent this 50 caliber Desert Eagle right here. Right. And I'm going to be a macho in front of my girlfriend and show her how cool I am. You know, guys, don't do that. All right? And especially don't say, here, you shoot it, knowing that, for one, you're probably not able to shoot the damn thing because you've probably never shot one in your whole life, and you're going to go in there and try to act all macho and hit the wall like I've seen some guys do. I'm not accusing anyone. But, however don't put a powerful gun in someone's hands that you know ain't strong enough to handle it or is inexperienced. Now I know several women that can fire this like
1: champions. However, they are highly experienced gun shooters. This is something you work your way up to. You don't start with this and work your way down. Well, yeah. Now, this is a used 500, believe it or not. It's brand new looking. Now, back in 71, when the 41 Magnum, when Dirty Harry came out with such a badass gun, you find 44 magnums all the time. Uh, 44 magnum shot twice. 44 magnum shot three times. People go down the range and rent these, and they're with five shells, and they come back with three because they can't stand to shoot more than two. Now this gun is an easy gun to handle, a relatively easy to handle for an experienced shooter. Now there's different weights of bullets for the 500. You can get a 275 Barnes X bullet, or you can crank it on up to that 500 grain bullet, and you're really you're really turning some horsepower. You are. And you can order some bullets from Buffalo Bore, I think over 600 grain.
0: So you better have you better have your stuff wired tight when you start shooting those out of this thing. You better believe it. And you know when we were out shooting the 475 and 500 line ball revolvers, uh, I'll pipe a little footage through from that. Those things generate some serious recoil energies. All right, and you're talking about a gun that weighs half as much as a Smith. You know, a right. single action 500 mm-hmm. line ball or even like a, a 357 maximum generates a pretty strong heft amount of recoil. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're talking about a gun that weighs half as much. You know, um, Ray has got a, uh, a vaquero he built on a 357 maximum frame that's in 500 line ball. That's the one you saw in our video. And B-Net. that sucker kicks like a damn mule. And mm-hmm. if you're not holding on to it, the gun will physically harm you. All right. I don't think a lot of people understand. Some of these guns are so powerful, they will physically harm you. Uh-huh. Even if it doesn't double up and shoot you like the young lady unfortunately did, uh, the gun can still hit you. Uh-huh. And there's, if you look, there's plenty of videos on YouTube where guys think they're being funny and they're letting some little 90-pound girl shoot a, a Desert Eagle 50 cal uh-huh. and the damn thing is hitting them right in there and knocking the damn teeth out. Well, we're going to do a video
1: pretty soon. Called "You Have to Know Your Limitations," like Dirty Harry said in the movie. A man's got to know his limitations. My limitation is the four seventy-five line ball. I can shoot that gun very well, but the five hundred line ball—that's no, that's going to another level. Yeah. Now, everybody that shot that five hundred line ball that day got got something hurt on them. The gun twisted so hard in my hand it ripped the skin off my trigger finger. I shot the gun ten times, yep. and my finger was bleeding. Uh, you gotta uh, wrap your fingers. If you lock your elbows, you'll get tennis elbow immediately. You don't do that. You hold your arms like this, and if you hold it like this, and it fires, it goes like this. You watch the video. It, it doesn't do this unless you let it. Right. Once you keep your arms like this, it goes like this. And it, the 500 line ball, we could shoot it, but that was a little bit too much for me. I, I admit, yeah. it. Out 475 I can deal with. Well, a 44 Magnum,
0: 460. When it comes to big guns, all right. The thing is, is you have to understand what your limitations are, but you also have to understand what's practical, alright? And don't get me wrong, the 500 line ball is a badass caliber, alright? It's a huge chugging cartridge, and it's awesome, alright? I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. However, I would say that when it comes to what you can practically hit stuff with it, mm-hmm. with, you know, when that practicality comes into play. I would have to say for big bore stuff, I'm a 460 Magnum kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I like the 460 because the bullet choices. Um, you can shoot a lot of different loads out of a 460 Magnum revolver. Um, if I'm not going to go with a 460, 44 Magnum straight up, mm-hmm. um, I like the 44 Magnum. And plus, uh, Elmer Keith had the balls to uh, blow up plenty of uh, 44 special revolvers developing it. Developing the 44 And uh, I'll tell you what, he busted a lot of Smith revolvers <laughs> working up 44 Magnum until they finally said, we're going to have to beef this thing up before old Keith kills himself. Right. And uh, anyway, um, Guys, don't let some little skinny girl or guy or whoever, child, don't let somebody handle one of these big old revolvers or pistols without getting them proper training first. I mean, come on. Well
1: now, another point I want to make here, the reason they put the 500 line bars in single actions is because when you fire the gun, when you fire the gun, it, the recoil is absorbed when the, when the gun twists in your hand like that. That takes a lot of the st- that takes a lot of the rearward motion out of it. Now, if you watch it shooting the 4, uh, 75 and the 500, it rotates like that and it goes up, skyward, just like that. But this gun right here absorbs recoil because it's, it's using enough energy doing that, breaking your grip loose like that. This gun here, the Smith, has a humpback in it. This gun doesn't twist, doesn't turn in your hand. This gun just comes straight back. But you got a big thick. That's probably a quarter inch of rubber pad right there. Little decelerator grip decelerator grip. Now, uh, we haven't done a lot of shooting with the 500, but we plan to in the future. This is a used gun, and we might take it out in the future and do a little video
0: on it. But this gun is a used gun. It's probably been fired twice. Uh, well, i tell you, I mean, a lot of the used big bore revolvers that we get in stock, you know, here, and I can say pretty much anywhere, are generally going to be fired very, very seldomly. Uh-huh. And that's because people take it out. For one, they get sticker shock when they buy the gun, because they drop 1200 bucks on a big, you know, gun that they don't know anything about then they take it out and two, shoot two shots through it and it probably flies out yeah. of their hand or four, about four dollars a round yeah about four bucks around for mm-hmm. the ammo but look here's the thing um another thing that, that people get misconceptions about about used guns in general i'm just going to kind of break this down very quickly um a lot of people think that like pawn shops and everything have these junky crappy guns laying around that you know have blood all over them because they were picked up at a crime scene and they have these horrible things and stigmas and stereotypes that they have about pawn shops but look i'm gonna tell you something about pawn shops right now with used guns i buy a lot of my firearms from pawn shops all right sometimes here sometimes not here but the thing is is that a pawned gun goes through the police department so you know it's a clean gun it's not like it's some hot gun off the street everybody thinks it's some saturday night special that you know you scrape up off the side of the road where someone got killed with or something it ain't like that guys i mean uh, pawn shops get a really bad stigma for quality guns. I mean people think, oh, don't buy a pawn shop gun, it's a rattly piece of crap. And that's just so untrue. You well you send our gun to us. Ninety percent of the guns here are brand new from distributors. Sure. We're not
1: a pawn we're a pawn shop and a gun shop. Yeah. Most pawn shops have a little rack of guns, and yeah, there are pawn shops around here with a little rack of taped up single barrels and things like some that. Some of them
0: gonna have some ratty guns. But we've
1: got ninety percent brand new guns here. Sure. Now, one more gun here we want to look at is the Desert Eagle 50 caliber. Cool gun. It's a very cool gun. It weighs 72 ounces. 50 caliber. Uh, the range used to rent these, and people would buy a box of ammo and come back out in about five minutes. I don't want to shoot it anymore. But this is a gas-operated gun with a rotating bolt head, like an M16. The, the, that takes a lot of the sting out of this gun. The damn thing almost weighs as much as an M4. Yeah. It weighs 72 ounces and the eight and three-eighths, 500 weighs 72 ounces. I think this one weighs about 65 ounces, but the guy that we got this from was a big, burly, hillbilly-looking guy and he said this gun stung his wrist every time he
0: shot it. That's why he was going to get rid of it. Improper technique. Improper technique. You know, most all problems that result from, Al, this gun hurts, or I hate this recoil, or hey, the thing's jumping out of my hand it all comes down to improper technique. Mm-hmm. There's not a gun out there that's going to be too powerful. I now mean, granted, you're not going to go out and just say, oh, I think I'll go shoot my 500 line ball mm-hmm. all day. I mean, right. yeah, that's not a gun you're, you're gonna have... going to go shoot nine cylinders out of or 12 <laughs> cylinders out of in one day. However, you know, for instance, you get behind a 9.3 by 62 millimeter uh, Sako Sporter, all right, and you're touching off a 290 grain bullet out of that son of a bitch on about 80 grains of low speed powder. Now, yes, that bad boy is going to kick the dog piss out of you. Mm-hmm. There are some big rifles that require very specialized techniques to fire. A four bore hunting rifle, like a fine Holland and Holland double, mm-hmm. um, and a four bore caliber. I mean, you're talking, you know, that's some bitch uses like 190 grains of black powder. Mm-hmm. And, uh, hey, what are four bore projectiles weigh, Ray? A quarter of a pound. 1,640-grain projectile Quarter of a pound. on some well over 200 grains of black. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking mm-hmm. a, a butt-stomping
1: cartridge. Well, now, they've got rifles out here, in like, all the, uh, the the 960 or 950 JDJ, built yeah. on the 20 yeah, yeah, all this kind of stuff. But some rifles are just too powerful. The T-Rex rifle. Yeah, 577 is, uh, Nitro. It's too it's too much. Or, no,
0: 577 T-Rex. 577 T-Rex is too much. You know, I was actually thinking about calling up... Um, a square, and uh, I was actually going to have them uh, make me a Hannibal rifle in 577 T-Rex. That cartridge, guys, is insane. Those things look like little mini artillery shells. I mean, and when you shoot that thing, if you don't have, if you don't know what the hell you're doing, that rifle will physically harm you when you shoot it. And uh, I think it would be making for some really fun videos. Get uh, all of us behind that uh, 577 T-Rex. The guns are about four grand with about a six month wait list. Right. So uh, I think y'all gonna have to wait on that one, but eventually I do want a uh, 577. Mm-hmm. Just to say I have one, but like check this out.
1: Wow! Well to put this in perspective, wow. a, a writer named Ross Seafried developed the 475 line bar and the 500 line bar and he is no stranger to recoil and he said the 500 was too much. He says it's too much. It's too much for the average person to even to handle now, you take a 475 line ball. He says with well, a hard cast bullet, will penetrate 60 inches of flesh. It will shoot from 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 uh, stem to stern of a dad blamed water buffalo, and he's killed a lot of them with it. Yeah. But he even he said the 500 was too much. So, was well, definitely not a, a cartridge you're gonna get in a handgun battle with. Right. You've got to keep that in perspective, and like we're talking about the wilderness walkout guns, you can't fire this gun. With a broken arm, you're trying to shoot this gun with one arm, you had not had anything to eat for two or three days, and expect to hit a target, this is hard enough to shoot under ideal conditions. It is. Now, one of the subscribers talking about the wilderness walkout gun, so, well, you're not supposed to walk out of the wilderness, you're supposed to stay with the wreckage, I understand all that. the The, the point of the video was if you did walk
0: out, what if? Or what if you had to walk a, out? A lot of the Five Guns videos are what if scenarios. We're not saying it could happen or it will happen. Right. It's just what if. But what if you're in a situation
1: in the wilderness and there is no help coming?
0: Got to do something.
1: You got to do something. Right. So we're giving you the option. you, anyway, stay, you do what you want to. Do. But absolutely. anyway, uh,
0: these guns are just, folks. Be careful with these things, okay? Yeah, you know the uh, the left uh, media and the anti gunners and all the the people in the government that hate guns and hate us as gun owners they're already trying to get us as much as it is already all right and that's what kills me you know we have to be we have to be proper shepherds for those around us that aren't experienced with guns and we also have to be you know we have to be ambassadors to the sport all right when you, you introduce a new person to gun ownership or to firing guns you are an ambassador to this sport more importantly, you are an ambassador to the rights of Americans everywhere, and when you foul up and you do something stupid that makes us look like idiots, you then become a detriment uh, to our rights. And you know, you, you have to be mindful that you are representing Second Amendment rights every time you do something in public with someone related to guns, and that's why we have to be very careful. Now some of the videos we do, yeah, we have a little fun. Every now and then we might do something a little dangerous, but we warn you, we tell you, don't do this. This is not what normal gun owners do. But uh, you have to be careful because um, you can get people hurt and you can give people the wrong impression about gun owners. Mm -hmm. Those guys are lucky that they're not in jail right now. Okay, charges aren't being pressed. But, guys, that doesn't matter. Charges are relevant. The law withstanding doesn't matter to me when it comes to that. Okay, right is right and wrong is wrong. There's some stuff that shouldn't be illegal and there's some stuff that doesn't get enforced, that is illegal, that should be enforced. And look, those guys are lucky they're not in the bottom of the damn pen right now. Yeah.
1: You hand somebody inexperienced a gun like this, it's like handing a set of keys to a 16-year-old kid that don't know how to drive and tell them to get on the freeway.
0: Yeah.
1: It's disaster. It's I mean. an engineered disaster. Now, talking about 50 calibers, in California, these politicians think this is the same as this because they're both 50 caliber. Mm-hmm. That, that's how much they know about guns of course. This a 50 caliber? This a 50 well, caliber. Well
0: yeah a 50 caliber muzzle loader is a 50 caliber to them. Right. Anything 50 bore they think when they think 50 caliber they think a desert eagle can shoot down a damn plane. Now one last thing we want to talk about is this shotgun pistol grip
1: shotgun. People get hurt with these all the time. You can find hundreds of videos on the internet where somebody shoots this gun like this and it knocks their brains out. Yeah. We had a guy down here at the range do that. Loaded one up. He's been watching Hollywood. He's been watching uh all these crazy movies where this gun shoots 20 times and all this kind of stuff, and he tried to shoot it like this,
0: they hauled him out of there on a gurney. Hey Ray, on like a good butt stomping 12 gauge low, what's the uh, felt <laughs> amount of uh, recoil in terms of foot pounds of recoil in your shoulder? Upwards of 40 pounds. Upwards of 40? Because yeah. I know in all six is what, like 42? 38? Mm, yeah, I mean, so you you figuring you got like 40 foot pounds of recoil, recoil energy when you touch off Mm -hmm. a fighting load out of a 12 gauge, I mean, you're gonna get 40 pounds Mm -hmm. of felt recoil. And the gun without the stock on it, you're getting more because the the gun's velocity coming back is faster. That's right. When you factor that in, it's the weight of the gun, the payload, and all of those things. I mean, it's science. Every every action has an equal (laughs) or opposite reaction. So I mean, that heavy payload getting touched off If that gun weighs very, very little, that felt recoil is gonna be insane. That's why a heavy rifle doesn't kick as bad with the same load out of a lighter rifle because it is a heavier gun. It's less displaced or more displaced mass, therefore less felt
1: recoil. Well, the old saying is if a rifle weighed the same as a bullet, it'd be equally deadly on both ends. Indeed, maybe it would. Indeed, But anyway, um, I hope we've given y'all something to think about. And hey, this, this, this—when if you ever you are on the range, you see something stupid fixing to happen, go get somebody for the range staff or whatever. I don't care if
0: you're 12 years old. If it you see matter. something stupid, call it out. You know, there's some times when being safe is a good idea. And look, when you're around guns and you're rec- rec- uh, representing the Second Amendment, you cannot, you know, take any chances with it. I don't care if you're 12 years old and you see some 40-year-old looking down the barrel doing something stupid. Just say, sir, excuse me, that doesn't look safe to me. I mean, maybe I'm just a kid, maybe I don't know, but Mm -hmm. that looks unsafe. I just thought I'd mention it. And all he can do is tell you to shut up, but at least you did your part.
1: The ranges around here are pretty well monitored, but it's with cameras and there are people out front working. But there's a lot of dangerous stuff that can go in there that they can't see. Sure. Anytime somebody steps behind the yellow line or anybody like you got you shooting right here, anybody that drops a gun down this way, there's a federal agent right down here at this range not too long ago took a gun and pointed it right down by his foot on the concrete and pulled the trigger. It blew a hole in the uh, concrete about that big around. This is a federal agent. Yeah.
0: Now, Those these are the people, ones that
1: shoot the walls the most. Right. And you look at the bench, it's got a board in front of it with bullet holes in it. Somebody laser a gun down and boom, and you look up in the ceiling, there's bullet holes right here. Yeah. Holes in the walls. Everywhere. I mean. But, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, just be careful, folks. And, Please And, and do. just,
0: you know. Look, we feel really bad about the young lady getting killed. I mean, it really sucks, but uh, unfortunately it happened. But hopefully we were able to lay some things out today from a safety standpoint. I know a lot of you guys aren't stupid, but if you know someone that's borderline stupid that's going to be around guns, uh, send them this video, let them watch it, and maybe they'll uh, glean a little information. Maybe if you're an anti-gun person and you're watching this video, you'll understand that we're all just average people, all right? Just because we own guns doesn't make us a bunch of crazy assholes, all right? We're just average people. Alright, and people that own guns, All right, if you're anti-gun right now, I'm talking to you, okay, you're watching this video and you think we're a bunch of savage, crazy dumbasses, but that's the exact opposite of how people like us really are. Right. A a law-abiding citizen with a firearm will protect your ass, okay, we will. Mm -hmm. And it's just crazy how society has this stigma about gun owners that we're unsafe. You know, everything we do in life as gun owners, we have to avoid maintaining that stigma. We have to make people go, wow, that guy's smart. He really, Mm -hmm. he did the right thing. You know, this was a a safety hazard that was averted because he did the right thing. I mean, we have to always make sure we're doing that. Well, in closing, let's let
1: this young lady who was 25 years old, by the way, who is dead now, let her legacy be uh, that you remember her and you practice safety. Let that, let her
0: live on in your actions. That's right. That's all we can do. That's all you can do. Guys, we appreciate you watching. I know this uh, particular gripe was a little drawn out, but hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, I know some of you like the longer gripes. Um, We don't mind doing them. So let me know uh, on the length if you like short, long, length in terms of the videos, whatever. Uh, We'll make it happen. Guys, we appreciate it. Many of you have signed up for our members only uh, section on the website. Guys, we really appreciate the support. Uh, The funds will go towards helping us out with ammo and reloading components and busted cameras and all the random crap we go through in terms of material. So, uh, guys, it does help. Okay, um, there's tons of cool things in the members-only section, blooper reels, exclusive videos, interviews, all kind of neat little stuff that we'll be adding to as time goes on. Um, So, guys, we appreciate it. We appreciate you sitting through this video, and uh, y'all have a nice night. Y'all have a good one. Y'all come back now. All right now.